Hey, welcome to Lois and Clark. I'm Matt Truex. And I'm Ryan Albertson. And here we go. Let's talk more, Ryan. All right. Is this loud enough? <laughs> Apparently I'm quiet. That's a sound check right you, there. You, you, I never knew that I was quiet. I used to get shit from mumbling as a kid a lot, though, so I can't say I'm surprised. Well, I, I think, feel loud as fuck in my head. I think we've done enough of a cold open. Cue that theme music. Lois and Clark is our jam. We're talking about Terry Dean and Superman. We'll cover it all. At least we'll do what we can. And now it's time for the show. What a show! And welcome back to Lois and Clark, the new podcast of Superman. I'm Matt Truex. I'm Ryan Albertson. Welcome back to the apartment, Ryan Albertson. Let's get smart. Let's let's get smart. And let's get a crush on you, maybe. Right? That was the title. Yeah, so my yeah. episode today is uh, I've Got a Crush on You. We're doing two episodes yeah. in this episode. Another, First episode another two-parter six, here. And then episode seven of season one. Uh, and the reason we did this is because I didn't remember either of these. Um, watching I've Got a Crush on You, I did kind of remember watching it on, like, a, a sick day one time, because, like, I feel as a kid, sick days are kind of fun, I'm, and you remember the good things, like... I remember getting pneumonia, and, watch, oh. and watching every Star Wars movie in a row. Oh. And that was before the new one, so... I was, was gonna say, like, is this six, or is this No, three? it was it was the original three, and it's it was the first time I, I had ever really marathoned a movie. It was one of the best... <laughs> it was, like, one of the best days of my life. Why wouldn't it be? Sick in bed with pneumonia. Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> no, I remember days like this where, like, you know what? I've got time to watch The Matrix, Lobos and Clark, and three episodes of Smallville today, and I'm gonna fucking do it. Boom, you yeah. know, like... Yeah, yeah. That was the best. Matrix was always a sick day movie for me. That's a good sick day movie. I could see that. I really like yeah. it. It's got that like kind of rainy feel to it. Yeah. In a way. That's and true. Sick days feel rainy, usually. And like you've got time to kind of sit there and get into a movie. Yeah. And yeah. Matrix Matrix you gotta get into. And it's a kinda of good choice because when I'm sick I get kinda of grumpy because I'm like, oh the stuff I wanted to do. But that will kind of pull you out of that. <laughs> see, like I prayed for sick days, just like I still do. Just the idea of sitting on my couch all day and watching TV. I mean, ideally, every day would be a sick day, yeah, but I, I don't have the sick days to spare at work. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'd happily sit at home watching TV every day. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> anyway, oh. what's your fucking episode? All right, so my episode today is uh, episode uh, six of season one, I've Got a Crush on You. Woohoo! This episode was written by Thania St. John. I don't think we've seen an episode mm, by Thania, yeah, who I new. assume is... An awesome woman. Yeah. Um, and it's direct. Yeah, it's a it's a cool name. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's directed by Gene Reynolds, who also uh, directed episode three. Ne- oh, really? Never ending battle. Never ending battle. AKA also kind of episode one. Let's knock it into <laughs> loose change, guys. It's all a conspiracy. Never ending battle was an inside job. Stop it! Don't bring that here. Google episode no, nine. No, stop it. All right, anyway. I will not put up with this. Um, yeah, so this episode uh, basically is follow, follows Lois as she's doing a kind of undercover mm-hmm. um, gig. She, she basically gets a job as a cocktail waitress to try and uh, get a scoop on some mafia-type shenanigans Sounds like a going great down. Superman story. It's very, very much a Superman story <laughs> in a way because this is... Lois and Clark. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it, like, I really like this episode 
but it, watching it, it was it, it felt it kind of solidified to me why they probably wanted to get rid of Deborah Joy Levine after season one. Yeah, she was not interested in Superman, and both of these episodes are pretty good examples of being not interested in Superman. Yeah, yeah. I but I will say this is the first episode for me where I saw some villainy that actually felt comic booky. Fair enough. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's a gang, the, the they're kind of wearing the toasters. Costumes. I mean, even though they're more Power Rangers esque than comic book esque. <laughs> That's a word. Esque. Esque. Um, anyway, so this uh, so this episode uh, actually opens with an interesting little cold open. We have a uh, fire truck peeling in to uh, yes. handle some. Uh, a, a building that's huh. burning down. We get the information that Cold there's some... Cold open or a hot open, am I right? You just crushed it. I'm so uh, impressed with that. I'm so impressed with that. Just shut it down now. Um, yeah, so thank you guys for listening. <laughs> this has been uh, Lois and Clark. If we were to continue. The new podcast of Superman. If we were to continue. If we were, though, so... Basically, we get some information. You know, there's been some arsony going around mm-hmm. in Metropolis. It's kind of a problem, particularly in the harbor area. Um, oh, who knew? But uh, we do get kind of one of the first kind of openings where it's like just a thing, a problem that Superman comes in and handles, mm-hmm. which I thought was cool. It's like I, a I Bond don't... movie or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, I get it. Um, so then we, we get into Lois's story, which is kind of the A story of, of this in a way. I guess they're kind of intermingled. I didn't really do a lot of story analysis on this one, to be honest. That's okay. Um, so we go into this lounge. And Lois is uh, trying out to be a cocktail waitress. It's kind of a little bit of a reveal, and I wasn't expecting it for some fucking reason. Oh, no. Because I'm apparently not used to how fucking absurd this show is. Um, <laughs> but that's beside the point. Um, and she looks really good in her tryout, first just, of all. Just overall note for this episode, put Terry Hatcher in a cocktail dress. Or like an evening dress. She's very attractive. And enjoy. Like, yeah. she is so pretty in that, like, glittery like, oh, off-white her, number that in she her, sings in. in. Her, uh, final bit number. Yeah, oh, really, my really God. Nice. Yeah, anyway, so Lo- Lois is here trying to, you know, get this gig as a cocktail waitress so she can get to the bottom of this arsony, which for some reason it seems like the guy who's running this lounge... Uh, the I, Metro Club. The Metro Club. Uh-huh. Thank you. you. Is this what I need you for? Oh, yeah. Um, the minutia. I just can't remember names. I cannot... <laughs> I don't... Like, the guy who runs it, yeah, I don't the, remember the his head fucking of, name. I think it's the Metro Gang. The Metro Gang? Is what they call them. Okay, I buy that. Um, yeah, so she's trying to get in there so she can catch the scoop. Um, yeah. And, you know, she gets the gig basically because she can walk upstage pretty good. Mm-hmm. She walks upstage pretty good. And she looks good. like Terry Hatcher in 1993. Yeah, I mean, That's who who would not want to look like Terry yeah. Hatcher in 1993, which mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure if you've seen any of our promotional uh, material, you'll know I certainly you do. You make a beautiful Terry. Yeah, I, that we, we should, should we give like a little like inside scoop? Like, we just had the big meeting. Yeah, we did. And we have a plan. We know when you guys are going to hear this episode. We do. We've made a schedule. We've made some promotional material at aforementioned. We're, we're like adults. It's, I mean, I wouldn't say that. Well, I mean, you maybe are. <laughs> we're, li- we're like a high school production of a podcast. That's more accurate. Ran by a creepy adult and yes, his, uh, a, a, sexy a counterpart, man child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so know that we now know 
what you guys are gonna know, and it's exciting. We We've know got some good plans coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got some cool guests. Got some guests coming in. Fun um, guests, nice people. Some uh, interesting plans. Fingers crossed mm-hmm. for some of them. We don't. Hopefully, wanna... some interviews too. We have to start. Yeah, we have to yeah. Start looking at that. I'm interested part. to see how those go. I've never done an interview. I might just sit and listen. And interject like Matt Myra and and, and Jonah and uh, on the Nerdist, which I'm happy to do. I can, I can run because I adore those guys. I've hey done guys, a few interviews no, you're totally gonna listen for, to this uh, for BrokenWingsPodcast.com. Oh, dude, uh, I've heard of that. Yeah, it's so fucking good. Um, if you sorry. haven't listened to Broken Wings Podcast, highly recommended. BrokenWings.com at Broken Bro- Pog on Twitter. Anyway, isn't it, it, it? Wait, it's BrokenWingsPodcast.com. Yeah, I don't know what BrokenWings.com brings you to. We might have just gotten on another list. I don't know. You're welcome. Brokenwings.com. <laughs> I just remember the, the uh, domain was taken, so add the podcast to it at the end. Anyway, what's the line up to? So after she gets she gets the cocktail gig and uh, you know yeah. she goes back to gloat because it's I'm, she pisses me off. Let me be honest. She's a she, Lois she, in this. She's a little gloaty. Not in this one. In general, I'm, it's it's fine. Okay. She's great. But, uh, so, I don't know, she's hanging out and telling Clark all this stuff. Clark is like, no, 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 it's too dangerous. Don't, don't do it. You're a woman. It's gonna be hard to do. Yeah, he was a little bit like that. Slightly. I feel like misogyny, in a way, actually ended up being a theme in this, which was really interesting. Oh, I'll get more into that later. With the, the gang lady. The gang lady and the gang dude and, you know, Uh all of that. And, like, the gang lady, Tony, uh, Mm -hmm. the sister of the gang leader, who we'll get to later. Don't know how I remember that name. No, well done. Um, Yeah, she she kind of flips the misogyny on its head for a while, but then where the episode goes, I feel like, kind of brings it back down. Right. Um, Oh, but you're right, because, like, she's talking at one point about, like, her dad just wanted her to be a ballerina or something. Yeah, but she was a badass and kind of, like, dealt with that while he was alive and then transcended that and became who she wanted to be. Yeah. Which I thought was a really positive message. That was cool to see. Always, you want little girls watching a message of a girl whose daddy wants to be a ballerina, but she said, no, I'm going to be a fucking crime boss like you, and I'm going to put a hit out on my brother and take over the gang. Exactly. That's a beautiful, beautiful message. It's just, you know, it's a strong female uh, character, and Mm -hmm. we want to see more of that. Um, Yep. And in all fairness, she said she wanted to run a conglomerate, not a syndicate, and I quote. Okay. I wrote. Oh. I didn't even have to look at that. I wrote that down, and I, I remember. I feel like like an idiot now. I'm so sorry. You're definitely not an idiot. I I'm promise so you that. Sorry. You made a very valid point because, despite her saying that quote, <laughs> it's very clear that she's much more concerned about running a syndicate. That's a crime <laughs> point. Yeah, fair enough. Um, anyway, so then we uh, we cut into Lex's office and find out that he's uh, he's actually got some weird plans with the harbor, and so oh right, because they're there covering. The harbor story, right? Is that when we have the model? Just Clark is there covering uh, the oh no, Lolo? the story. Uh, Lois isn't there, not Lala. Just Lois, Lola. <laughs> oh, Lola. That's you'll cool. find out why. Okay, oh, I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the scene with the model. It's like the city's turned into clear blue acrylic uh, pieces. buildings <laughs> that he's gonna build. Yeah, yeah. Did you notice complete with the pyramid? <laughs> so yeah, if we're not explaining this correctly. Lex has a press conference in his office. He's showing what he wants to do with the pier or the docks or whatever the fuck. And he's got a little model there. But one of those buildings is like a pyramid. It's a pyramid. It's a straight up pyramid. And I'm like, 
what the fuck are you gonna do with it's this a, pyramid? It's a big pyramid. Yeah, it's like I know. as tall as the it's other like, buildings. It's like Excelsior in 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 Vegas. It's just yeah. like what are you putting yeah. that building there for? It's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty big. Also, it's called Luxor. Luxor is the name of the. the I am the just a movie? fucking little oh. Nazi today. Oh, Jesus. you're right. What is Excelsior? Is Excelsior the... Excalibur is the... No, there's an Excelsior. Excelsior? I think Excelsior might be the club in the Luxor. Oh, I buy that. Which is the only time I've ever been in the Luxor. Yeah, I go to clubs in Vegas. No big deal. I've been to Vegas. Last time I went to Vegas was literally six years ago. That, oh, is, should, that is pathetic. You should go back Jesus, now I really and should. come when we're going. I'm down. That sounds fun. We know people. Good. I <laughs> don't, do it right. and it'll be sick. Oh, shit. Last <laughs> We went to Snooki's birthday... At the, at the Luxor or at the Dude, I've always wanted to go to a Snooki birthday party. <laughs> she didn't all. even show up. A. <laughs> B. It was awesome. Excellent. Uh, probably because she didn't show up. I assume. I was sick as a dog, but still like, staying. Gonna keep dancing. Gonna keep drinking. <laughs> Everything's awesome. Sick. That sounds super fun. Thanks for the invite. That's yeah. official. You heard it first. You Snook- can't back out of it, guys. Snooki's I'm going. birthday next year. <laughs> We're going. We're going. So. So. In Metropolis. Totally wanted to build a fucking pyramid, which right. is insane. And I love it. I think it's totally Lex. It would be really funny to see that version of Metropolis. It is very Lex. You're um, right. I'd be totally down with that. Uh, but at the end of this, uh, Clark kind of asks a very leading question, uh, which implies that he knows that Lex has basically fucked with the city council in some mm-hmm, way, mm-hmm. is in cahoots with them. Oh, yeah, he asked about permits or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and Lex kind of shoes him away, and that's kind of the, the end of that. Lex, his public image, they keep up very well in this show. They're pretty good at it. Yeah. yeah. He does and a like, good job. He's a charming motherfucker. He very much is. Um, so then, you know, we go back to Lois in the lounge, um, and she's working as a cocktail waitress. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Good Thank, job. Thanks for that, Fanya. Yeah. Good choice. Uh, anyway, so we're back at the lounge. Lois is dressed in a cocktail dress, looking good. Mm-hmm. Um, loving it. And um, she kind of sneak. Nah, she doesn't really sneak in on, but I mean, she's doing what she's there to do. She enters a meeting with these... Uh, yes. The Metro gang. Metro gang. The Metro gang. And uh, kind of finds out some weird stuff, but more than that, I was really distracted by her getting the most awkward slap on the ass... I've ever mm. seen anyone receive in my entire life. It was so weird. <laughs> it was so weird. I want weird. to say more, but I've got a cookie in my mouth. But it's yeah, fine. No, you're right. Like, to me, it felt like the actor was like, I am not okay with this, and here we go. The guy who did it? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, and that's cool, so or I Or just, like, maybe Terry Hatcher said something weird to him, so he's just like, I don't know how to do this. Yeah. Like, but the thing is, he does it kind of softly, which makes it worse to me. Like, it felt right. more if it was, sexual if it was because a of that. Yeah. Better, like... Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. Not not that I'm rooting for people to fucking do that. No, shit, but it would have it would have read better. Yeah, and I think that's show. probably what the is writer is. Is that what we're Nikki picking apart now? Is that what we're getting into? Hey, look, man. All's fair in <laughs> Lois and Clark. Mm-hmm. Hashtag All's fair in Lois and Clark. Can I be uh, old tour guide guy yeah, here lay for it a on, second? Yeah, on me. So before this scene, we have an establishing shot of a pretty good establishing shot of like. We're on like brownstones or like um, little storefronts or whatever. Police cars whiz by. Camera pans over to the Metro Club. Mm-hmm. This is an area of the Warner Brothers lot called the Midwest. Oh. It'll be used in next week's episode as Smallville, oh. and known famously now to like our generation. 
for Gilmore Girls. What? This was Stars Hollow. So the Metro Club is the town, or um, what is it, the high school of Stars Hollow. Wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's a nice tidbit. How that's about that? A, that's some and timely, too. They don't know this, but Gilmore Girls just got renewed. Yeah. Like two days that's ago. Right, so. That's right, that's right. Which I know you're excited for because you're I'm a huge fan. I'm super excited for it. I might, I might dabble a little bit back in it. I watched it with my mother and sister when I was younger. Yeah, and I so always good. really enjoyed it. It's like, uh, was the Aaron Sorkin for high school girls. Fair enough. Or people that can't stand Aaron Sorkin. Or think he's too pretentious. Sure, yeah. Because I, I know I liked Gilmore Girls. Saying it. Just kidding. I mean, Aaron Sorkin... Maybe I'm just jealous. I'm, I don't know. In fairness, I've never seen all of the West Wing. I've only seen some of the West Me Wing. Me either. I liked Newsroom, mostly. It's pretty okay. good. And I gotta. I really gotta watch Social Network. I haven't watched that. I don't know. Um, Social Network, them. that was... <laughs> Fincher Helps. That's we a went, Fincher movie, right? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. And he, uh, obviously, Fincher Helps, yes. But, like, I went to see that movie with, with my best friend, Max, who hopefully will be a uh, guest on the show. Come on up, Max. Point. We're waiting for you. Um, we went to see it. We're living in Boston, and a lot of it takes place in Boston, so it's kind of cool and all that. We're going into the movie, and the poster says, it's a pull quote from whatever, um, you know, review, like, the movie of this generation. I remember seeing that, like, I guess this is going to be great, you know, and we, <laughs> and we both came out, and we're like, I don't want that to be the movie of our generation. You it, know? Wasn't, like, it wasn't that good. <laughs> I'll take anything. I'll make a Harry Potter movie, the movie of our generation. Like, I don't sure. care, but, like, these people aren't happy or good or, you know, like... Yeah, it's... Well, it might be capturing the voice of the fucking generation. Let's be honest, man. Maybe. We're, we're pretty fucked up. I'm not... Okay. I mean, I'm not saying you're fucked up specifically, but... like, but I don't want to think of that as the movie of our generation. I'm like, okay with that. Give us... Give, like, Casino Royale is the movie of our generation. Awesome. I'd say Skyfall of those options personally interesting okay we have a lot to talk about after the show Guy Falls really good Casino Royale is a perfect movie I haven't watched it in a little while it is a perfect movie is it as perfect as Back to the Future yes okay I'll watch it again mm-hmm. uh, that was bold and uh, I believe you anyway mm-hmm. we uh, cut into this lounge and we see Lois get her booty slapped yes um, it's awkward as shit um, and this direct, leads directly into him kind of starting this misogynistic uh, development if, if the ass slap didn't already do that. Um, <laughs> we have this woman in the room and she's kind of arguing with him and seems to not totally agree with the, the Metro gang leader's ideas and we find out that that's because she's his sister bum, and bum. she went to college and has a master's degree in something or other. In crime, apparently. I in crime. I didn't know you could major in crime. Why not? Oh, that's what the show Major Crime is about. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I fucking, oh it's my a god, no wonder. I for superheroes. It looks way more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah, but he says a line back to her uh, about why she shouldn't talk in meetings. And I just, that is the line, basically. Oh, it, it, was kind of a, it was kind of a, uh, women should be seen, not heard. Yeah, it, it, implies, like it implies that. You're only in here because dad would have let you in here. Think, yeah, and she's like, what? You're, fuck you. Uh, what yeah. I really liked about this scene is that she, like, she legit stood up for herself. She wasn't, like, a st- she's not a stereotypical, um, like, quote-unquote bitch character, which I think a lot of uh, writers tend to uh, lean on mm-hmm. to try which and Lois be... Which is sometimes, in some episodes. She is, and yeah. I, I kind of have issues with that. But at least we know that, you know... They, they try a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, she does want to take over the family <laughs> business, which is a crime syndicate. Um, also, um, 
little weird thing here. I don't know if you caught it. Did you catch, um, I don't know what Clark's was. Did you catch Lois's cover name? No. What was her cover name? Lola Dane. Lola Dane. That's why you're saying Lola. Jesus. Of course. No, I was saying Lolo, which oh. is a nickname that one of her high school friends uh, gives her. <laughs> that's cute. At some point. Um, uh, I but do Lola rem- Dane. And I don't remember what his Clark's Clark is. Uh, was. Charlie. Something. Oh, it was Charlie. Charlie it, it was something. it was C K again, yeah. probably. Oh yeah. Yeah. But um. Yeah, sorry, I just kind of shot your wad there, but yeah, Clark shows up yeah, so, with unfortunate um, facial hair. Yeah, and there is an important plot point here that we don't want to miss. Uh, gang leader pulls out a gun and shoots at his sister, or does he? If you watch this shot, it really bothered me. Um, it was as if they had a real gun on set and had to do like some weird kind of... Uh, forced perspective shot because he really? shoots it's it's not really what happened no, but it was shot so poorly to me that yeah. it felt that way um she is so far away from the bullet holes that end up from hmm. this gunshot it made no sense for him to even shoot the gun to me towards that like turn. literally yeah. it is it is clearly 10 10 feet at least behind her well i mean he's he she's his sister i mean he's crazy i get it it was fucking dumb to me it just bothered he doesn't me. want to kill her he just wants to threaten her a little bit Shoot, well, at least shoot closer to her, or is he that bad of a shot? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, remember, those bullet holes will come in later. Yes, you're right. Um, you're totally right. Yeah, but as Matt spoiled uh, by one scene, which I... <laughs> fuck you if that's a spoiler to you. Spoiler, you, um, should, you should have watched the episode. Yeah, if you're, if you're watching along <laughs> while listening, first of all, what? Yeah. How? Um, second of all, sorry that... Uh, yeah, we, we're probably not lining up that well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, so Clark enters, and he's got uh, my favorite disguise. <laughs> he's wearing, like, a silly-ass goatee. He looks mm-hmm. like a be- like beatnik as fuck. Like, mm-hmm. he looks like he should be in, a in like, a, a poetry club <laughs> in the 90s, oh, you know, yeah, like, right. just drinking coffee. With the, with the beret. Yeah, yeah, yep. absolutely, he looks like that, but, like, poorly. But instead, he's trying to act like he's, like, a, a, a dock worker or something like that. Yeah, Ooh. trying to be tough, but, like, that character drops... Real quick. Oh, he's so bad. It's just he's bad at it. It's, uh, it's hilarious. He goes up to the bar and he's like, beer. Yeah. Because I'm hard. Give beer me a brand Give beer, me a please. beer. <laughs> <laughs> he taps on the... I noticed that he taps on the bar and it like... The bar shakes a lot. Yeah. At like first that. I was like, that's oh, cute. that's a sh- shitty set. And then I was like, oh yeah, that's Superman. Da-doy. He's trying to be tough and then realizes, all right, take it back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, uh, eventually Lois catches him there and, and pulls him into a back room to yell at him, and she's wearing a fucking chicken suit, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor thing. Oh, does this mean we missed It's Too Darn Hot? At uh, some point, at some point, they sing that, and they do a number of that? I, th- no, that comes up next. That comes up that next. comes up next. Okay. It's a little, it's just after this. Um, so we don't see her full chicken suit yet. She's in a robe, and you see her chicken head. Yes, and yeah. like a little plumage coming out of the yeah, yeah, out yeah. of the breast Which area. For some reason, was kind of like sexy to me. I don't, I mean, I don't know what it, I don't know what it was. Damn, but like, episode, she good. ladies, remember, put some feather like <laughs> unbutton the top two buttons, feather boobies. pull some feathers out bet- uh, between between your your boobs, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, maybe I'll be into it. Yeah. Anyone trying to woo Ryan? <laughs> Jesus, what now the knows. fuck. Uh, as big musical guy, I am. It's too darn hot, come or too darn hot comes from Kiss Me Kate, okay, which is a musical about a theater group putting on Taming of the Shrew, and the plots kind of like match up here and there. There's a character in that show named Lois, 
Lane. What? what? Blew your mind, didn't they? That's impressive. Like that's mm-hmm. some that's some serious. I don't like, know if they knew that or they just wanted to do it's too on hot because somebody's scorching Metropolis. Yeah. But I liked it. Oh, suddenly I'm very aware that it was probably the it's latter. Probably that. Um, no offense, Thanya. Actually, Thanya, Thanya seems progressive. Thanya, she might. She Thanya might be might on it. I'd buy that. We should look Thanya up and have have yeah, her we uh, talk come to in. Um, yeah, and so after she kind of gives him shit for being there, he decides to, and she kind of makes fun of him for trying to be a badass. Mm-hmm. He uh, goes back to the bar and doubles down on trying to be a badass and <laughs> says, whiskey, make it a double, and thinks he's so, so slick, and then like goes on to let us know that he can drink infinity, um, which was funny. Um, so that's Oh yeah, us. he did say that in a kind of masked way, but a way that we understand alcohol doesn't affect what, him. Was it masked, Matt? Was it, it? I'd say it was as masked as Superman is masked. Whoa! Oh, that was pretty good. Oh, I'm glad you appreciated that. that I felt was, like a dick as I said it. I think we're doing pretty good. Excellent. Um, but then, so so Clark is there to also try and get a job because he uh, can't do anything for himself apparently. Yeah, and just kind of like horning in on Lois's story, isn't he? Yeah, it's kind of messed up. She's doing fine. So, yeah, so he's trying to get a job, and he basically gets kicked out of the club when suddenly a bunch of, like, foil-covered, like, weirdos come in and just Mm -hmm. start shooting flamethrowers everywhere, and these are uh, a rival gang of the Metro gang uh, known as the Toasters. The Toasters! Um, Yeah, and they basically come in... um, (laughs) And if you don't know their name, they're gonna write it on the fucking walls, so it'll be fine. Somehow in, in charred... Letters, which those flamethrowers didn't seem to have oh. a, uh, a thin oh. enough stream. I didn't even think of it. It's fine. Uh, welcome, Logic. Uh, yeah. Sorry for the Logic, I logic Police. I know. It's the worst. Um, There's a lot of money behind that toaster technology, as we find out. Yeah, which... Uh, so maybe they have different they settings? Totally could have had different settings. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. And now, right here, after the toasters go, I honestly forget. Is this when, like... Tony winds up going back to Clark's, or is this... No, Clark, um... God damn it. Clark saves her. In the moment. I really had to pay attention to your episodes more. I liked this episode. It was, it's a fun episode. I just don't remember the plot by plot beats of it. Totally. I mean, how, I mean, do we really need to, do you want to go into this much detail of plot to plot? No, no, I don't think we need to. I liked, though, and think we should discuss the stuff of Clark trying to woo this woman into telling him stuff yeah. back at his apartment. Yeah. And Lois secretly waiting outside. Yes, which like, was really fun. That stuff I liked. And it felt it felt accurate to the show. Like, that's the stuff that I feel like show creator Deborah Joy Levine was into. The idea of, like, they're in a story and he's got to be attracted to this person to get the story out of them. Right, right, right. And Lois, in any other circumstance, is saying she's not interested in Clark... But this brings out a little bit of jealousy in her. Yeah, which was interesting to see. Because mm-hmm. we, we haven't really seen a lot of jealousy from Lois. She's no, generally right. been kind of like oblivious and like She's oblivious annoyed. to the fact that Clark is good looking until literally any other woman walks into the room and goes, Oh my God, Clark, you're good looking. And then she's like, Oh my God, whatever. Shut up. Yeah. You don't even, yeah. He's my partner. You don't even get to do it, you know? Yeah. Unless yeah. it's Kat, but Kat's a whole different story. I love... Poor Kat in this episode. Yeah, she has like one line or something. And a lot of it's like, Oh no, I'm thinking of smart kids. Never mind. Oh yeah. We'll get there. What an episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, uh, ultimately, 
Clark kind of woos this woman, mm-hmm. and 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 you know they he's he's trying to get information out of her, and he he does a, a pretty decent job. I would um, say. Yeah, which uh, eventually leads to her being at his apartment, mm-hmm. and uh, Lois uh, stakes him out after. <laughs> um, is that after? I think she has a rendezvous with. Um, oh, you Lex, know what? You know what we which didn't convince, talk about? convinces her to do this, I believe. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Oh, we got to talk well, about we her didn't number. Talk about her number. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, well, the thing is, before she does her number on, though, Lex shows up at the lounge. Right. Oh, my God. We did skip all this. You're right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To okay. talk. So, so he's there to talk business with Tony. Because, mm-hmm. you know, this is the moment where we realize, all right, yeah, he totally is pulling the strings. As if we didn't know that already, because mm-hmm. of course he is. But here's his opportunity. However, uh, he sees Lois on stage uh, <laughs> doing her undercover research, and I think he might back out a little bit of uh, his deal and uh, gets into that and is like, all right, I need to reapproach and reassess this situation a little bit. I like Lex in this scene, too, because, like, obviously he's a, he's a villain, ultimately, and Absolutely. he's there to do crime stuff. Yeah. But he's also enjoying the fact that this girl he's slowly wooing yeah. is up on stage. He knows the secret. He yeah. throws it the road. You know, yeah, like... it's, a, it's really a good moment for him to get, like, mm-hmm. deeper into her emotional uh, sack, whatever that is. Oof. I just made that Oof. up. Oh, get in this emotional get in sack. this emotional sack, baby. Okay. Um, <laughs> I I fucking hate everything I say tonight. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> I'd like for Lois's emotional sack to be a, a a post from this episode. I was just writing it down because it's the worst <laughs> thing I've ever said. Um, the 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 character thing I like about this and it. This episode, I guess, a little bit more, but like both these episodes, not really furthering the plot of the show. No, all there's that there's much. not a lot of mythology developing. Yeah. It's it's quote unquote filler. The um, the most that it does, and probably the most that happens in the last two episodes, are developing Lex as a villain, yeah, and as a yeah. public figure and a villain at the same time, and a person in Lois Lane's life. Whereas here, he doesn't out her. No, he doesn't do anything. He, he plays it up, and therefore you build a little bit of trust, a little more trust. Yeah, he's, he's, making, he's making a long con Yes, totally. Here. Rather than like focusing on his harbor and dealing with the Metro gang, he's like, all right, okay, I got to look at the big picture, mm-hmm. which, I mean, is, is, is very smart. Also, I, I like this woman, so I need to give her an amount of attention here to that continue. tells her, like, I'm playful, but I'm not going to... Yeah, I'm not going to fuck Not me. outer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he tosses her the rose, and it, it's adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, then she then she gets caught somehow. Like, how would you in the, the bolt holes, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. And then Clark fucking turns on her. Yeah, well, because, I mean, it was the best... <laughs> wow! It was the best thing he could think to I do. I know, but now that I think about it, like, think about Clark in this episode. Lois doing a great job. He does... He investigative does, journalism. Yeah. He tags the fuck along, uh-huh. and... Does basically the same thing she does. Yeah, and which then I mean, the this, two of them get caught, and he sacrifices yeah. her. This is ultimately the a story. The the story of this episode, though, is that like Clark is trying to kind of leech a little bit, mm-hmm. and ultimately, like he he loses, which yeah, we'll, yeah, which we'll, right. which yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah. to. We'll get there. Um, but uh, I love this kind of sequence here, where you know he gets <laughs> caught. She's she's looking through these bullet holes that were very strategically placed by shooting a wall that was much too far away oh. to intimidate anyone. Um, but that's beside the point. Episode three. <laughs> but that's beside the point. 
Um, so they get caught by Tony. She comes in there, and mm-hmm. uh, Clark is immediately like, uh, guess what? This is a, 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 a spy. I found her for you. Yeah, which which I thought was clever, also mean, so he has to kick her out. Clever, dickish, and playful. Yeah. It's the three yeah, all, pillars all of Lois and Clark. And then here's, and, but then he does a, a, a straight dickish move outside yes. where he tosses her into the trash, where he uses his x-ray vision to say, hmm, which dumpster should I throw her yes. in? And one has just, like, paper shredding, and the other one has, like, food garbage, and he's like, definitely food garbage. <laughs> For the superpower wrap-up, I think, yeah, um, oh, yes. trash analysis is definitely a new one we Superman can, about. Uh, is, is good at analyzing trash. trash he also can make ice. He's a, a, oh, a mobile right. ice machine, which I think we just saw in the previous scene. Um, and he can also... Which, like, uh, by the way, that bar doesn't have ice? Yeah, right. Like, do you really have to, like... <laughs> I don't know. It's fine. They gotta show his powers somehow. They gotta right. work. They, they have gotta to work remind you, like, hey yeah. guys, don't worry. Superman's he's here. Totally Superman. I swear. Don't worry about it. Yes, that's <laughs> an interesting way to use his powers. I just thought of this. I just thought of this. Later. At Clark's apartment, um, Lois. Lois is there before Tony shows up. Mm-hmm. Tony shows up as he he makes Lois hide. Uh huh. He's gonna go get the door, and he stops for a second, takes his glasses off. And changes them to different his disguise glasses, and I'm like, I didn't even you notice that. Too much about that this, Clark. Is so fucking funny. I for- that is. I totally forgot about that. Fucking hilarious. But I clocked it when I went, and I'm like, what the hell is? Oh my god, he has uh, other disguise glasses. See, with this, with that sort of thing just blows my mind about the show because it's like they're they're th- thinking about being logical, mm-hmm. yet they're making the most. Absurd fucking decisions. And They're it's, being logical at the strangest times. Yeah, and it's so funny to me. Mm-hmm. It's so funny to me. Uh, I, and, and it's one of the reasons I'm starting to love this show. <laughs> I fucking like... This is... Of, of all the episodes we watched, I enjoyed these two episodes the most. I really enjoyed this. We'll get into it. I loved Smart Kids. I um, st- <laughs> Smart Kids over Man of Steel. I mean, to We'll get bet. there. We'll get there. Um... Anyway, so Lois goes home as Tony shows up. Uh, well, that's not exactly how that went down. It, Clark does kind of a, a cute thing where he like goes in for a kiss to Tony really fast yes. so he can get Lois, get Lois uh, out. out safely. But then she, she then when Tony leaves, she follows him. Or him. That's right, that's right. She follows her to the toasters and winds up sleeping yes. because she's afraid of a rat. Actually, you skipped an, another important scene here. She goes home. And Lex shows up then. Right, right. And right, right. Oh, he's, yeah, like, yeah. really laying it on thick, and he's kind of like, hey, like, I totally knew what was up, and, like, I'm, I'm laying the sexual tension all over you, just smothering you with the sexual tension. And I'm um, really, really charming at it. Yeah, and let me get some of that ice cream. I got so mad at oh, him. He just sticks of... his finger in her ice cream. Yeah, it's but you so know what? mean. He's like, <laughs> I know. I, gonna I know. Tell him no. I know. It was. It was. Uh, anyone else just would not get away with that. Yeah, but with him, it's like, yes, yeah. the world but is your fucking playground. What I think is most important about this scene mm-hmm. is that Lois is upset. She's bummed out that Clark is possibly sleeping with his Tony girl. She goes home and eats a bunch of ice cream and like talks to herself oh, about right. how she's weirded out about being jealous. You're right. Um, which we don't see. And it's funny. Almost any time Lois gets jealous. Suddenly, uh, Lex shows up and like Let's says, do "Don't worry, I'd totally fuck you." Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, which is so funny. It's super weird, but it's a thing that is consistent. Here's my happening. finger in your chocolate ice cream. Yeah. No, you you totally. Lex right, is though. totally into anal. Um, 
<gasps> it's a metaphor. See, there is logic here. Oh my god. <laughs> Whatever you say, Matthew. You're right. <laughs> no, but story-wise, you're right. And consistently through the show so far, though we've had we have these these are filler episodes. Yeah. Lex is strong. Yeah, yeah. And Lex is strong this episode, and he's playing that kind of uh, yin to Superman's yang part, mm-hmm. you know? When she's... Well, Superman, Clark, whatever. When she's having trouble in that area, guess who's always there to, like, catch her? Shining right? Knight. Yeah. yeah. Shining Knight. Shining rich as fucking knight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, in gold fucking plated <laughs> yeah. uh, demon armor. With, with his golden PPK from the last time. I'm yeah. not over that. Uh, <laughs> That's a prop I want. It's pretty cool. Find me Lex's golden gun. It's pretty fucking cool. Um, but anyway, so Lex ultimately goes there to kind of take control of the situation and be yes. like, by the way, I don't trust Tony. Like, she's totally up to some shady shit. I'm just trying to fix the harbor and build a pyramid in, in, in its place. I'm a totally nice guy. Um, yeah, and he totally convinces her, so she decides that she's going to uh, stake out and then stalk Tony as soon as You're she right. leaves uh, Clark's apartment, mm-hmm. which is where we tried to go. Um, anyway, yes, that's where we were. My my big issue is um, Lois Lane, intrepid reporter. She has she has done everything. She stopped drug rings, gun smuggling. She she's interviewed an alien, first woman in the world to interview an alien. Pretty badass. She winds up sleeping the night in a dingy lair because she's afraid of a rat. Yeah, pretty pretty silly. What stuff. the hell? Yeah, and. <laughs> <laughs> this place cracked me up so much just because the toasters mm-hmm. who seem to have a headquarters in some sort of mannequin storage facility. Did yes. you notice? I yes. feel like there's a lot of weird mannequin I'm sorry, is there a question? Yeah, that's totally logical and fine. Just double checking that that's what I was seeing because I wasn't Doesn't sure what like I watched. There should be a question there, but <laughs> whatever. Um, we do spend a lot of times with mannequins, don't we? It's pretty normal. Um, what I thought was really strange, though, was that they have flamethrower weapons in this really tight space, and they're like, oh, did you hear that noise? We better, like, wander around with these giant, we better wander around with these giant flamethrowers and get it, and possibly burn our, our fucking headquarters down. We better wander around this dry-ass wood and try to figure this out. Which then evolves into, oh, it was just a rat. And they keep looking for the rat yeah, with right. the fucking flamethrowers. Like, we're going to flamethrower like, the shit out of that way, rat. This is a city. There's a bunch of... Like, you're not going to get them. Yeah. You like, know? deal with it, dude. You're on... And they're on the fucking docks and shit. Uh, it's so funny. It's right. so absurd. Are you saying um, the toasters don't make sense? <laughs> no, they make total sense because they're insane. Um, and their outfits are just the best. But uh, in the scene, we also find out that they have they they're kind of out of control, and they have their own their own kind of uh, plan mm-hmm. in set, which uh, doesn't really align with Tony's, and no, they take her hostage. Go, they're gonna go AWOL. Yeah, and um, so they go AWOL. It's crazy. Um, Tony's held hostage. Lois uh, escapes in the morning, and uh, goes and tries to call the cops, but uh, they're already going nuts, and they're burning a giant building down. And Clark is like, we gotta go handle that. And he just goes and supermans it. At which point we're reminded, oh yeah, one of these guys is Superman. <laughs> yeah, which, oh yeah, by the way. Oh yeah. Um, it was, it's also one of the fastest just like Superman scenes ever. I was gonna say that. I have a note that says, Soups disposes of toasters pretty quick. However, which like, also that's kind of a symptom of season one of this show. Uh-huh. There's no real physical foe. 
for Superman. No, who can he fight that is actually yeah. intimidating? And they'll, yeah. they'll they'll find people sure. for it later good, on their good. budget. You know, good, but sure, they'll, sure. they'll figure it out. Um, what I did like, and, and I like a superhero. He's worried about saving. Um, you know, either people or the established order or like right, right. property and stuff. You yeah, know, like yeah. don't burn stuff down. Someone the, probably owns that. The toasters are done, but that fire is still going. So he's gonna blow this cloud over. Yeah. Speaking of superpower uh, checklist, You're he right. makes a storm. Super meteorology. Um, yeah, is, which is one of them. Super meteorology, which yep. is very impressive um, and unexpected. But literally, this se- this scene, this sequence of him going. Defeating the toasters, starting a storm, Welcome. happens, I think, in less than a minute. Yeah. Though, they're, they're, and, like, his cape catches on fire, yeah. but his suit doesn't. No, it doesn't. Which, which is which is the thing, which is right, which oh. is from the comics. Oh, I didn't know that. He's, got, cool. he's got a, let's say, um, small aura about him. Oh, that is what, shit. Like, the radiation from Earth's yellow sun yeah. is what strengthens him. Oh, so from shit. that, he's slightly irradiated. Wow. Nothing, nothing dangerous. But yeah, slightly yeah. irradiated, and that radiation level keeps his clothes that are tight to him fine. Oh, so his shit. suit very rarely is gonna get messed up unless like kryptonite's involved or wow. something like that. Oh, but his shit. cape is obviously off. Yeah, like, his yeah. cape's open to the elements. So is that why he can like get shot by bolts and stuff? Is exactly. that the whole mythology? Exactly. Holy shit. How could, I feel like we don't see that in the movies, and his suit is getting fucked up generally and stuff. Um, I can't think of a movie where suit gets no. Maybe I'm just making. Giant, like, maybe I'm just making. Again, he gets he gets shivved in Superman Returns. Yeah, yeah. By, but it's by kryptonite. So yeah, that, so that so that counts. Yeah. Okay, I'm just crazy then. Yeah, but like it was just a moment of like, oh, they know what's happening here. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's nice. I wonder if they had like a consultant. That'd be interesting. They, I mean, like. They must in any control. show like this, and it's even more so now to the point where they have Jeff Johns as a guy who's like in charge of. Are you doing another media thing with our characters? Let me show you how that character does stuff. Yeah, or like let me tell you the rules of his world. Right, or whatever. don't fuck this up, please. Exactly. Right, right. But like they, they were open, or they, they at least would liaise or, or have meetings with the DC people and be told. Superman doesn't do that. Right, right. Well, that's good. And, and if it was anything too objectionable, DC could still throw their weight in. Cool, and, cool. You know, well, like, I, think, I think Warner Brothers the character, as a whole the would have the final say. Right, right. But DC, you know, DC has always DC's been part the, of that. Yeah, yeah the, the um, you know, I don't know, keeper of the keys for these, yeah, these yeah. characters. Which makes sense. They're looking out, especially for the big boy, for Superman. Su- yeah. Who's num- numero uno, Number one, ultimately. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's let's fucking get the fuck out of this episode. Um, so Superman saves the so day. Close. Yeah, so I know. There's literally one scene, and then we get a classic uh, scene with Lex explaining to Tony his entire plot, mm-hmm. which I think might be a thing. Is that a thing we're gonna start seeing a lot? Where he's like, I feel "So like you that. thought this was happening, but well, that's, really?" I mean, generally the story is Lex is behind it. We're never gonna catch him because he's kept his hands completely clean. Right, you know? right. Which which is cool. But I mean, I kind of pieced that together. I didn't really need this scene. But that's yeah, I agree. beside the point. Also, we've seen it three times. Um, already. But I really liked his line at the end where he's leaving and he's like, "Oh, welcome to big business," <laughs> <laughs> which was just silly. Um, yeah, and then uh, what does it say? I can oh. see what that says from here, and it says football talk, doesn't it? Yeah, and... Yep, I have the same... No. Then we have this last little bit when they just start talking about doing all these football puns. Where they just fumble they all, through their lines. They do fumble through their lines, and... Oh, 
God damn it, man. <laughs> yeah, it's all you. What do they do, bro? <laughs> what do they do? We're not cutting a single part of this. <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to do one. Um, <laughs> I'm not that fast. I don't like puns. Matt Wayne. And I'm Matt. You, you, I'm Matt. Matt one. Ryan zero in the pun war. Um, <laughs> I was getting really annoyed because they were calling their fucking puns metaphors. <laughs> And I was like, shut oh, the fuck up. That's annoying. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, what? These are puns. Uh, am I a dick? Am I even right? I, I got confused. Um, and I ended on a really down note on this episode. Would not watch again. Six out of uh, ten stars. Just kidding. I like this episode. It was I like, good. Yeah, I like this good. episode. I, I'll go like a seven on this episode. Okay. Again, okay. like, we're, we're looking at this show, and the reason, like, I love this show. I love this show. I think you can love something and still look at it critically. Absolutely. That being said, this is at a this is being made at a time where TV is not that textually dense. I forget that. I'm spoiled. You know, like yeah, yeah cuz yeah. like we're we're in an age where like they do 13 episodes of Daredevil and yeah. it's all one story and it's a yeah. perfect and, story and, and there's it's no, tight and what is no it? No filler. Exactly. Yeah. But like this is them going we need we need 22 this year yeah not everybody's gonna see it because we don't have dvr we don't have mm-hmm. hulu we don't like we don't know who's seeing what we need episodes where you can almost Just, like a sitcom where you can come in yeah you know yeah. what's happening we're gonna clean it up at the end that'll be that so i feel like in that aspect we're right to double up some of these filler episodes Agreed. as Agreed. we need i don't know where my point was going <laughs> uh i well i think i was a little intensely critical and you were kind of defending the show a little bit which is uh i respect and understand okay so um and i agree i agree i do i do agree with all that and you know forgive me if i get a little too heavy-handed with my uh criticism no but like again i think not just criticism but i think like looking at the show and if we find something worth analyzing like the the lex stuff is totally a repeated thing and you're totally right of yeah, like yeah when she feels down and put out either by clark or superman he's there to save the day right right which i think is interesting to the point where like yeah. he's there you know superman can save the day lex will kill for her yeah and we've seen him yeah. do it you know like who when did he kill for her when when the um mankin the guy who ran the gym he shot him oh, with the gun, right, right in front of Superman's eyes. You know? Yeah, yeah. Good shit. But was he really killing for her? Uh, well, in, I, uh, in Lois's eyes, yes. True, true that. Oh, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, he, that's the context. It's right? Lex, he's killing for a bunch of reasons. Obviously, <laughs> sure. Um, cool, but yeah, so we end on those stupid uh, football puns, which I hated. Well, that's, it's better that's, than how we're going to end this that, episode. <laughs> Uh, which brings me to episode uh, f- uh, si- seven. 107. 107. Smart Kids. Flowers for Smart Kids. Uh, I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> Premiered Halloween Day, or Halloween Night, 1993. <laughs> That's a Halloween imagine, imagine being like a kid or whatever, and like super stoked for Halloween. Before I go out, I'm going to watch my favorite Superman show, and mm-hmm. I bet... I bet it's gonna be Halloween in Metropolis. Nope. Nope. Fucking Socrates the pig walks in. <laughs> I just want and to we're preface after smart juice. I want to preface going into this episode. This is my favorite episode I've seen of okay, this show. See, the, <laughs> this I is, love this fucking episode. <laughs> this is this is filler episode to me in its purest form. Absolutely. And there's very little that like 
were we not doing this podcast, skip. Like, oh. I haven't seen this episode I'm going since to force, I saw it as I'm a kid. I'm forcing my roommate to watch this episode with me oh, as soon as nice. we have time. He's not even on this episode. He's not even, like, we're not going to go back to this episode. He will love it. Ah, oh, see, that's <laughs> not right. That's not right. This episode just reaches this level of absurdity. But uh, we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> okay. Have at it, brother. There's absurdity because it's kids being smart and taking over Metropolis. There's a level of absurdity that we're going to get in some of these future episodes that I love, like, go big or go home. And they go big sometimes to the point where, like, people are eating frogs and shit. I always go to the frogs thing, but, like, that was as a kid, like, what? What? You know, like, wow, that was a big... Well, I mean, if if we're going further... This has no frog-eating moment. Then I'm very much looking forward to those episodes. Yeah, oh, totally. Very much. But this is just such a mediocre, like... And by mediocre, Matt means awesome, but that's beside the point. Not so much. Written written by (laughs) Dan Levine, who again... Has he written any others that we know? He did, yeah. I forget which... Hold on. Did he write... No. We have the DVD case right here. Let me check. He wrote one of the earlier ones. Oh, he wrote Never Ending Battle, the one where Lex is Lex is setting up all the tests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. Um, That, and then directed by Robert Singer, who's going to stick around for a bit. Cool. Uh, but I don't think he's done anything before this. Um, let's just let's just get into Do this it. fucking episode. Like I said, Socrates the pig walks in with his his less smart human companions, and and these kids. What is it? Four kids. I think it's four. Stealing. Although it's kind of amorphous. Every now and then, I'd be like, little... I'd be like, wait, that kid was not there earlier, and now they totally. Also, are. like, I, I have <laughs> I had questions because for the first couple scenes. There's like uh, there's the Latina girl, yeah, and she's not speaking at all. I'm like, oh poor thing, they didn't yeah. give her a lot, you know, like yeah, she, yeah. And she then I think she disappears. Zero lines, and, and then she has like one line. And I'm like, wait, so the, did they negotiate for a bump just to give her like one line? You know, like possibly. What did they do here? Who knows? Um, but yeah, so kids stealing some sort of liquid from the safe behind it's, this uh, doctor's office but then they take it like when they come in the little girl is like oh i couldn't get the front security feed or whatever, or open the gate or whatever mm-hmm. and then they take the this juice smarty pants and she goes consider the gate busted or whatever oh yeah and there's you go, so like, many oh, of those smart juice so many of those little kid like i'm tight and but then, i'm not good at acting exactly moments. it's so wonderful and then for <laughs> no fucking reason they're just walking home Come across clumsy, clumsy Lois Lane, and this who drops her groceries. This is when I knew that I love this episode, one hundred percent. As soon as this scene happened, I was like, "I'm, I am in this to win this." Clumsy Lois, they're walking by, and Lois literally has the line, "Is that a pig?" Uh huh. Uh huh. What but, do you think it is, Lois? Yeah. First of all. Dumb dumb, which doesn't help uh, her her case because these kids think this broad is an idiot. Um, she just—they're not wrong in this case. They really aren't. She drops all of her stuff, and and what do the kids say? They they're just, they're laughing at her. They're like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, like we're cackling. And um, she's kind of like what? And they, to themselves, they're like, what? Is, what is it? Something like looks like she's not very smart. I think that's exactly um, what it is. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and you... Fu- oh, man. See, this... this. I'm so sad that you didn't like this episode. Totally well, glom- I didn't... Uh, I, like... Quote, unquote, uh, look, unquote. Compared to me. Again, it's fine. this is a show that I love. So your worst day, Lois and Clarking, is better than your best day... Uh, I'm trying to think of a show I don't like. 
your best day scream queening. Sure, you know, sure. like I've never I'll seen still, that show. I have no opinion on that. I, show. I, Carolina just showed me an episode the other day, uh, and I was just like, okay, all done. Thanks, Ryan yeah. Murphy. Conceptually, it sounds interesting to me, but nope. I, I, I don't watch a lot of TV. So M- moving, yeah, on from Scream Queen, yeah, Scream, Scream, Scream Queens, Scream Queens. Anyway, Scream um, Queen. I look. In this opening scene, right before they drink the juice, mm-hmm. is one of the best lines of the episode. The kid, one of the kids, looks at at the other kids and says, "Let's get Let's smart." Let's get smart. And uh, I desperately want to develop a um, segment of the show <laughs> called yes. "Let's Get Smart." Let's get smart. Um, All right. So what happens? Hold on. Like do 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 do. New segment. What happens in "Let's Get Smart"? Hey guys, alright, welcome back to another segment of Let's Get Smart. Mm. Um, I was thinking we should get smart. I have no idea what it's going to be about yet, Okay. Man. Like I said, I'm going to be developing it. And at the end of this show, too, we should remember, we should figure out when our shows go to Funky Town, which... Oh, yeah, yeah. My entire episode lives in Funky Town. It's, it's They shot nuts. it exclusively in Funky Town. They wrote it in a small studio apartment in Funky Town. Definitely. My episode is They, they shot it all on uh, Alexa Funky Town lenses. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, I, anywho. I had one for your episode, too, and I don't remember what it is. Um, <laughs> the toasters, generally. Yeah, <laughs> me, no, there's something, there was something real weird in your episode, but I honestly can't remember right now. Damn. Anyway. But uh, look forward to so, those segments coming up as yeah, we uh, as we move on. Dedicate more time to uh, this project. <laughs> um, so after that, that's the cold open credits meeting at the Daily Planet, and this just this just no news. There's just nothing to write about. Nothing's going on there. Even Cat Grant is like you know, Perry's like, hey, any uh, any gossip going on? Any scandals? And Cat Grant's like, eh, the usual. Which I'm like, what is that? What does that mean? What's the usual like? <laughs> Angie and Ben are still maybe going to divorce? They might Angie divorce. Angie Ben? Brad. I don't know celebrity it culture does, that well. I'm, Anyway. I, I prefer it that way. Right on time, fucking kids hijack the ri- the airways. Take the TV Like over. they're the goddamn Joker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And take over the TV using... Did you catch this fellow prop store employee? No. What? They're using uh, the body of an R2-D2 with... An antenna or like a I did radio see that. dish. Head. I didn't. I didn't make the connection that that's what they were using. I uh, was just I like, assume the kids are doing some weird shenanigans. There was some like tech shit because it didn't have the R two dome and yeah, had some yeah, like yeah. other shit. I definitely saw the body though. Yeah, yeah, the body is um, there. Which I mean, it probably didn't have the dome because they couldn't clear it. Yeah, but regardless, sure, they were using R two D two to hijack. What else would smart kids use? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. You're far too charmed by these smart kids. I love them. I love them. Uh, Let me... Here's here's some insight into Ryan Alkinson. Yeah, really? This dude... the episodes he's gonna like. This fucking douchebag leader kid reminds me so hard of me as a kid. (laughs) He's such a little dickhead. That's what this is. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, this is nostalgic. Um, You know, in a way. In a way. (laughs) Anyway. They hijack the TV and... Say, like, their plan is to be smart kids and nobody nobody should come after them is their big thing. Which, I mean, let me just point this right out right out straight away. Mm-hmm. That is a really dumb fucking thing to yeah, do. Because no one even knew they existed Before until this, they did that. Two people were looking for you. <laughs> and it was Lex Luthor. And they're like, hey world, you better leave us alone, okay? Mm-hmm. 
And but now, I mean, and now the entire Daily Planet is looking for you. Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of a kid thing to do, you know. Like, I guess. Hey, the thing I really want is not something I realize, so I'm going to act out in a nonsensical way. Desperate cry for help. Even kids. though I'm smart and can build gadgets, I'm not emotionally smart. Yeah. You're right. All right, fine. I'm anyway, like, I love them. <laughs> everybody at the Daily Planet instantly wet for this story, and they're going after. It. I would. They're so bored. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. It, that's true. Um, Clark, though, like, Clark has a line that's like, these kids are smart? That's theoretically impossible. It's like, so the fuck are you? Like, (laughs) there's no way, Superman Mm. doesn't get to be Scully. Does he he say that? Theoretically impossible? It's theoretically impossible. The fuck does that even mean? I think two kids (laughs) hijacking the radio waves. And, like, knowing how to do that. Um, but it's just, like... Honestly, though, like... That's tech-based. You're a goddamn like alien. kids could easily do that now, like, in this day and age. Well, I mean, we grew up in a time, too, where, like, I don't know what shows you were watching, but, like, on Smallville, you need to hack into the CIA. Oh, shit. Give Chloe, like, five minutes. Right, and she'll right. Be, you know, like... How old is Chloe? Chloe was in, in high school. too. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 16, 17, whatever. Yeah, and, I mean, we're, we were raised with computers and internet, like hijacking come on give me a break it's a time too where people don't quite understand technology yeah so you just yeah. say like oh my kid's a hacker like all right fine cool yeah great she can you. probably do it then yeah <laughs> <laughs> theoretically impossible so are you blah 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 blah, blah. um <laughs> then turns out guess what lex is behind this because he's gonna slap a doctor in a second are you serious mm-hmm. lex is behind this um so Lex slaps the doctor, and we get the idea that you know, Lex is funding whatever experiments are going on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that they have to they have to get the kids back so that they can get to stage two of the experiments. Right. We don't oh, mystery. What we is don't stage know two? what stage two is. Meanwhile, I assume more smarter. Lois say that. Right? Lois thinks the story is a dead end. Um, and they're, they're in a cab and they just decide to walk, but it turns out the kid's kind of like fucked up with the traffic. So that's why they're stuck in this cab. Whatever. Right. They get to the place where the kids break out of. I have an honest question. Yeah. Cause I don't know. Is it an orphanage or a school for troubled youth? It's a school for troubled, full. It's, it's like a boarding school. For troubled youth then. But it, 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 it acts in a very... A, a way that doesn't really align. Because this with lady that. felt like nice Miss Hannigan to me, and I'm like, oh, so it's. A- yeah, but then you all, but then you also have this kind of uh, crazy uh, mad scientist psychologist leader who's also a, uh, in the pocket of Lex Luthor. Luthor. Yeah. So it's you know it's 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 a special school, but it's also a place for like experimental psychology and like testing drugs on kids. Totally, like um, like most boarding schools. Right, and and but also the kids that went missing are kids who like. The, the one little girl that winds up staying with Lois, her mother put her up for adoption because adoption she couldn't take care of there her. There was some real sloppy... There was uh, some weird shit. Yeah, and then like that yeah. kid winds up living with Lois, and I'm like, because of a note that her mother gave them saying it's okay, and I'm like, it's all if nonsense. the mother's in the picture and have to write this note, give then, the kid to the mother, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, but the mother doesn't want her? Like, I what? Don't know. It's, it was it's so, so weird. strange. And like... So, if they're if they're just troubled children in a school, like mm-hmm. why do they also need to be adopted? To like what the I fuck? I agree. It's just cules and cules. Why of, of why nonsense. should Lois be allowed to take these kids out of 
this school or out of police custody to not go back to the because school. Because they needed they needed to move the plot forward, Matt. That's need, why. But they needed Lois to go home with this kid. I mean, who wouldn't want to go home with Lois? You know what I'm saying? I agree, <laughs> but like it's totally wasted on this kid, eh? <laughs> but like, why is it important in the story for the? It, whatever, it's well, fine. It gives it gives Lois it gives Lois the opportunity to uh, get information about what the kids are, I guess, uh, who and they're that's up when to, we get so the that whole, they can start making plays against the kids. That's when we get the whole flowers for Algernon speech too from the the kid. Yes, exactly. Whatever. Anyway, before all that happens. Kid, the kids that we go to their like secret headquarters there below the docks again, I guess. Yeah. Scorchers didn't burn it, or the toasters, toasters didn't no. burn it down there. Um, Hunting rats. The, yeah, they've got they've got all sorts of gadgets they're trying out. They've got their mm-hmm. super soakers full of like goo or Poil- acid, like or, acid goo. It looked like it looked like um, like secrets of the ooze type. Yeah, shit. It did. It did. Um, but but turns they're also out, out of money. And, and they say, yeah, they, they've maxed out their credit cards. Well, it can't be that maxed out. He's the richest guy in Metropolis. Guess whose credit cards they got? Yep. So they go, oh, I have an idea. And this is, uh-huh. okay, this is the scene, looking at my notes here, where the Latina girl is just behind them, like, nodding the whole yeah. time. And I'm uh-huh. like, oh, she didn't get a lot. Like, I bet they bullied her for it. Probably. And then later on, she gets one. I'm like, okay, uh, I don't know. Okay. Hopefully she on. got something. Uh, um, anyway, so they go to the Lois and Clark. And I got to say, I think we're stepping into funky town right now <laughs> oh again we're living like we're vacationing in fun we have a private cruise to funky town that's a good point but this is one of my favorite moments this is a, this is a scene doing way too much for no reason yeah <laughs> lois and clark in line to go to a vending machine mm-hmm. fine guy right by the vending machine changing a tire right remember this yes yes <laughs> the tire jack wobbling yeah. Don't worry, Superman's there and is going to reveal his new power, which is tire help or like car tire blowing. I it's, guess. Just a, it's just a strength thing because he just grabs the car. I know, but I like, like giving the, him. I like giving the super tire. Oh, okay. Powers okay. Sorry, don't let me don't let me take that away from you. Um, I, I would never want to do that. But yeah, okay. Slowly lowering the car to the point where the guy doesn't even question it or notice that there's a guy holding his car yeah, up. Yeah, which was fine. Which was funny. Just yeah. another like, because it's Superman. Moments. Exactly. There, but, there's a lot. There's a lot of that throughout all these early episodes. Of just, yeah, I, I I've noticed. Yeah. Um, um, then <laughs> Lois finally putting her card in, and saying something poignant about it, and then all of a sudden she's got Monopoly money, or I think it's Metro Metropoly. Yeah, some it's like Metropolis like brand. Yeah, Monopoly yeah. money coming out of there. Uh, I, think it's actually, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's like it. Smart Kids money. But it also says. Metropolis. Yeah. I, I, I was okay. confused by that because I'm now, like, okay, did you make it or did you get it from the Parker Brothers game? Like, what happened? Th- that is the least of my concerns. Uh, think about this. Okay. One scene prior to this, they're expressing how they don't have any money and they're like, wait a second, I got a plan. <laughs> Cut to... <laughs> Cut to an ATM suddenly has brand new printed kid, yep. kid money in it. Yep. So what did they do? Did they make a machine that sh- that like they, they they a beam that shoots the whole city and turns all of normal money into smart money? No, I think they they stole the real money and replaced it with the fake money, right? Physically? I don't know. <laughs> How are they getting anyway? They can't fucking drive. <laughs> 
So they have no, so no, it's gotta be a device, Matt. Hey, it's gotta what? be some kind of device. They kidnap the third richest man in the world using a little rascal's gag later on. Maybe they fucking did. I don't know. <laughs> That's the fun part, is it doesn't make any sense. Uh, I love it. It's one of my favorite moments. The reason I liked this scene so much was because it there was no way that could have ever happened. And so it surprised the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. And I loved it because I was like, that's like what? That's like Riddler shit. Like yeah. you expect him yeah. to do that. It's very Riddler shit. Yeah, but even if the fucking Riddler did it, it would have taken him a night at least. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fucker's got a plan. Yeah, like instead they're just like, I have an idea. It's like they, they can think an idea and make things happen. Anyway, mm-hmm. I love it. This is, and I, I honestly don't remember how, the girl gets caught by the police, I think off camera. She's being held in police custody. Right, right. This is when Lois and Clark go to the orphanage and go like, here, her mother said we can take her. And then they get her from police custody. There's a nice little scene of Lois and Clark talking about how easy it must be to raise children. Cut to Lois tied up in... Which I green, thought was a, I always love cuts like that. Yeah, green weird <laughs> stuff. Um, but the girl's is, like, but, the I, but I gave, you, I gave you the free free cable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was cute. Uh, uh, that I liked. Um, that was that was important, too, that, that this girl can rewire Lois's cable and give her the good channels. Because soon she won't be able to. What? That's the whole... Remember, like, when she starts going all flowers for Alphamont and she starts losing it? Oh, she's yeah. like destroyed the she's TV. She's not taking the smart juice anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I only, remember that. that only was cute. interesting scene in this episode. Yeah. Um, it, also, I, in this I, scene, I cried. Little continuity. I'm sure you did. <laughs> Watching it at work today. <laughs> in 1.7 speed, uh, yep. but no one needs to know that. <laughs> Sounds about right. In this scene, little continuity thing. Lois brings up that she has a sister. Lois brings up Lucy. Right. Doesn't say where she went. No, she just uh, doesn't live here anymore. Doesn't, Lucy doesn't live here <laughs> it anymore. It must, dude, let's just be honest. Whatever it was, it was bad because mm-hmm. uh, she doesn't talk Which about it. Which maybe the orphanage should have considered before giving her this child. <laughs> maybe it was something Lucy did. Like, Do, do you have any roommates? Uh, my, my sister's on the lease, but she doesn't live with me anymore. What happened oh, to her? Oh, I can't really get into it. Right it's, it's, it's not really. It's, not, it's not a big deal. Yeah, she's, in, she's in the wall. Uh, anyway, Poor Lucy. then we get Lois and Clark with Doctor Doctor Carlton, who so clearly the bad guy. Yeah, a young Bernie Sanders before he uh, started totally. his political career. <laughs> I knew he looked familiar. Um, Doctor clearly lying, and I think they both they both know it enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, his assistant then, girl. Who yeah. seemed pretty normal. Okay. I just want to mention, she totally reminded me of my friend Grace. I just want to say that. Give oh, a shout out to get Grace. Let's get her on here. What up, Grace? Hey, Grace. She, she's in Seattle. Yo, Grace. Um, oh, video conference her in. We can video conference her into a podcast. That yeah. sounds great. Oh, I'll, throw, I'll throw it her way, see what she thinks. All right. Um, <laughs> at the same time, Clark has, has x-rayed through the wall of the doctor's office, seen that his assistant or the doctor is in there shredding paperwork. Oh, yeah, there's just a guy in there doing it. Oh, you're right. It's weird. like a, like a yeah. janitor or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he grabs a handful of the shredded paperwork. Mm-hmm. Somehow, on one of those strips is oh, the I entire love, word Metamite 5. Yeah. Which I love is... that he's like, I just don't get it. And she's just like, what does Metamite 5 mm-hmm. mean? Like, that was What does convenient. any of it mean? That was super convenient. Also, again, like, we've all used a shredder before. How does an entire word 
wind up on a single shred. Right, yeah. I mean, it can happen. The <laughs> the the probability of it happening, I would say, is very low. I guess. Um, but yeah, now we know what the juice is called. Mm-hmm. Um, a little special brand of Funky Town here. Lex getting a massage by a giant, assumedly Russian woman. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who then... <laughs> Who then, like, odd job style, crumbles his credit card in her hands when his $5 million spending limit is declined. Oh, yeah, and she's upset about it. And like, Do you mm-hmm. take checks? <laughs> Which is funny to see Lex in that situation. Then, Unexpected. Then Superman's flying around. He's not doing anything. Just flying. He's just flying That's around. That's right. And, like, to the theme song, that he's flying so long, the theme song plays twice. I didn't even know Like, the theme that. music is... And it gets to the point. That was really slow. I thought it was more like Oh, that's just. You watched it at 1.5 speed. Yeah. That's why you like this episode. Maybe that is why. Yeah. Maybe we should always watch it. Because for you, it was 20 minutes long. No, it was more like 33 minutes long. Anyway. Clark. Is that something we should reveal on the podcast that I watched? That seems kind of against the grain. It's been been pretty hectic at work. It was your only shot. Yeah, and these double episodes are hard to keep up with when you are lazy. Again, it's the last one for a while. Yeah, that's true. We've got some good stuff coming up. Um, Anyway, he's flying around to no... To no good reason. They like he flies over a baseball stadium and I'm like, Oh, what did the kids do at the baseball stadium? Nothing, he's just flying by a baseball stadium. <laughs> then he lands in an alley, <laughs> which is the same alley, by the way, that he threw Lois into a dumpster. Good. Into good. Just going going before. back to the Metro Lounge, doesn't want to forget. Maybe, yeah, exactly. maybe Tony's around, get a quick uh, booty call in. Um <laughs> what's up, Tony? He for whatever reason the smart kids have a camera on that alley where he landed. Course. Walked into the darkness and and Clark Kent came out, which like this sets up one of the most adorable things and one yes. of the reasons I really like this episode. Yes, too. this is this is kind of fun. Um, um, this is what gets us to that later. But before that, we have to go to the Daily Planet, and Jimmy once again mentions his contacts at Star Labs, which they'll show up. You wait, Star Labs from the comics. Like okay, we'll get we'll get to there. Cool. Um, they say that the compound, or the Metamite 5 or whatever, is organic. Because they've gotten a sample oh, to right, Star right, Labs right. at this point. Excuse me for not following the plot of this episode. It's fine. It's tough. It's I'm tough sorry. One. Dan Levine, Dan Levine, whatever. I liked your first episode, but this, this, one's, this one's tough for Don't me. Don't listen to Matt, Dan. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> they say it's an organic substance, but they can't figure out what's in it. And I'm like... Shouldn't an organic substance be the easiest thing yeah, to figure out? Yeah, shouldn't it just be a thing? But it's an organic substance. They can't figure out what's in it, but they've made a fake of it to test it. Or they've made an analog of it to test it. And I'm like, what the flying yeah. fuck are you trying to tell me that they've done? Yeah, these are things you miss at 1.5 speed. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember that. I couldn't understand. Because like <laughs> at, at Star Labs, they're saying like that's how they figure out, like, oh, you take too much smart juice. A, you're not going to get smart again, a, you get or it's going to like flood dumbers. you. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be a bad. Thing. It's going to overload the brain. I think exactly. Yeah, I guess that's yeah, yeah, what yeah. it is. That's how they find out because it's an organic substance that they can't figure out what's in it, but we've made one. I mean, it makes sense to me, Matt. Checks out. Anyway, <laughs> that is so ridiculous. Um, at at this point, fuck. at this point, <laughs> I don't even like it. So absurd. I don't even know what to say to it. <laughs> at this point. The kids 
the kids are really smart. Dude, but apparently... But they're also getting cool. Like, I don't think anyone's acknowledged that not only is this, like, making them smart, it's making them pretty cool. One of, pretty one, of them's, one of them's wearing sunglasses now and being a real dick. Because he gets it. That kid, gets, the, that kid it gets it, dude. the little white male of them, which who, of course, has become the leader of this group. No comment? Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, the kids have sent a note to Clark... Which again, kids are super smart. Apparently the audience is dumb because Clark has to read the note to the audience. Says, I know you're Superman. (laughs) He then Uh, plays ping pong with himself to no end. For who knows how long. Or or why. Or why. Just killing time before these kids video Skype him in. Mm -hmm. And then he like fake throws pizza around the room to look more like a bachelor. Mm -hmm. And like... It's not even beer that he puts in the thing, which I don't know why it's not, because we've established... He can drink forever. Alcohol does not affect him. Yeah. But he does put the ketchup on the floor so that he can drop the glass uh-huh. and do the ketchup, and then does Superman bleed? Pretty I smart bit. Know. And I mean, what? I thought these kids were supposed to be smart. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> these kids are not smart. <laughs> these kids are not fucking smart. Apparently I'm not either, because I have a note next that says, Amy crying because dumb again. This is That's, the flowers for Algernon. Yeah, Amy's yeah. Amy's crying because uh, she she tried to uh, take apart the TV to put it back together and she broke it. But also, again, I'm sorry to call Lois Lane's parenting into question here so much. Fighting to keep this kid away from the orphanage and her mother, who who shouldn't have her, but she just left the kid at home. Yeah, just stay home, home and just uh, watch day? TV all day. I guess. What the what? hell? Yeah. And then the kid destroys... The, this is the, where the kid destroys the TV she was otherwise a whiz kid at. Yeah. Because yeah. she's losing the smart juice. Right. But right. it's okay because you're not, you're not supposed to be smart yet. You're That's just, true. You're a kid. Yeah. You're supposed to be enjoying it. Um, Which is finally a theme develops. Finally. Yeah. At <laughs> 33 minutes into yeah. this thing. <laughs> at this point, Lex is poisoning Dr. Smart Juice, I don't know, with the Metamite 6... Which is the next level up. Right. Which is phase two. Right. What I think what he was his plan was was to start phasing in phase six to get them to phase two. Yeah. Oh, and, okay. and we yeah, just I and right. I think we just found out that that uh-huh. uh that is the bad one. I don't remember. Yeah. It was, that's it was the some, one, that something was the like one that. theoretically that's gonna amp them. But yeah. again, if you yeah, take yeah. too much you kinda O D on it. Right. Which is what he does to the doctor and then he puts the little funnel that he's used to force the shit down the guy's throat. On his head like a hat. Oh, that's which right. Which I felt like was a John Shay thing on set. Like I'm gonna do this, and they all went perfect. Do it. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this dun- is little dunce cap. Yeah, this <laughs> is when um, uh, he gets, um, you know, little rascal out of there. Well, oh yeah, where they're uh, the kid they, literally they, show up on each other's shoulders. Yeah, in a, in in a, a trench coat, trench coat and a half. Uh, which is one of the best bits. Yeah, like like the character in. Do you watch Bojack Horseman? No, I haven't yet. I really Amy Sedaris' really character's to. boyfriend is clearly children stacked on top of each other in a trench coat and a hat. Awesome. But she doesn't see it, but everyone else does. That's so funny. It's really funny. cute. That's it's, so it's funny. It's a great show. Uh, um, it's a sad, funny show. That's what I've heard. I've, yeah. I've heard it's very tragic. There is um, when the, I talk about Rick and Morty, people often suggest it to me because yeah. Rick and Morty has that kind of uh, brooding existential angst in it. Okay, maybe, yeah. maybe I'd like Rick and Morty yeah. then. There's a line. From time to time, sometimes it does. There's a line in the show about a talking horse 
and like talking animals. Right. That got me so hard. And it's when you're looking, when you look back at the past. Wait, it got you hard as in you got an erection? No. Well, okay. Maybe that happened. No, like this line (laughs) hit me. And it's when you're looking back at the past with rose colored glasses, all the red flags just look like flags. And I went, oh, this show just taught me something, (laughs) you know, like. I see you trying to work through the quote. But no, I it I under me. I understand that. Yeah, I just I like I have I don't look at the past with rose colored glasses. I only look forward uh, with I, my oh, rose colored glasses. I'm totally guilty of that, dude. Like, I looking back at like college days in Boston and stuff. Yeah. Like the rosiest glasses on my face. Oh, dude, I shameful dark glasses looking backwards, <laughs> man. I, but I'm I'm a, a very neurotic, over analytic person. So Fair any any time I have a memory. It tends to be a, like, that sucked that I made that decision and ruined that relationship. Oh, see, I'm a spoiled only <laughs> child, so everything before adulthood was awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm, gl- I'm glad. It's, yeah. People deserve that, because um, I wouldn't wish uh, anything else on them, really. <laughs> I wish Thank I had. You. I wish I had that. <laughs> Sounds dope. Uh, <laughs> in Metropolis. Anywho. In Metropolis. This has been... Uh, Amy, uh, Amy, who is the girl that's been... Oh, what's it been? What has it been? You want to know what it's been? Yeah. <sighs> now that the pressure's on it, it's not going to be as good. Uh, this has been uh, the... <laughs> Matt and Ryan, the new therapy of pod supermans. Put that on a sticker. I will. Okay, I'm sure you will. And we'll sell them in the shop. Perfect. <laughs> We should get a shop. Anyway. We should get a shop. Look for the shop. No, Coming soon. You know what we should do? And I'm going to say it here so that we're, we're done to it. Like at the end of season one, we should do like a raffle for like a poster or something. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. That'd be super we, should, we should figure that out. I'm into that. Look, anyway. look for that raffle. Yeah. Look for that stuff. Anywho. Every prize comes with the free st- uh, sticker of so, the third Matt and Ryan, the so Amy, new therapy of we're pod so clo- we're supermans. So we're so close to end I'm and to bed. S- that's how I felt about the last episode. And yeah, then I realized we had an entire another episode to do. So. <laughs> move, Amy. Move on, move on. Amy. The girl that Lois has stolen brings Lois and Clark to the hideout of the kids. They, yeah, yeah. And says, like, it's cool. Put your super soakers full of gunk down. Yeah. They're with me. Yeah. Because they've help. convinced her that... We're not going to be smart anymore, but it's going to be cool because we're going to be kids. Cool. Yeah. And if and, and regardless, if we start keep taking this shit, our brains are going to yeah. melt. But but at this point, little white boy has gone fucking rogue. Yeah, I love him. And he's got, he's got Lex Luthor down the hall. He just gets it, that kid, you know? It's Something about him. Apparently. So, Lois, you stay here. Me, Clark Kent, I want to go down the hall and see if I can help Lex. Right. Now that I'm in the hall alone, I'm going to do the first time I've done this on this show. I'm going to rip my shirt open to reveal that. Oh, I'm I didn't realize that was the first time he did it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. And also, that, that's another one. I'm sorry I keep pointing these out because it's probably not that interesting to you. No, it really. That's going to wind up in the opening credits. Awesome. That's like the shirt rip that you see in the opening credits. Good to the to point where, like, as we're zooming into it, I'm like, Oh, this is yep. This is it. Oh, like, you know, nice, like, nice. No, like, I love, I love those. Little you know, tidbits, when you watch yeah. a show so much and like you've seen those opening credits so many times, and you yeah, finally and see you the just... episode where that that shot is from. Absolutely, like, yeah. Oh, I know this so. Oh, that's why. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I know. I think that's fascinating. Never, never hold back on those. I love them. So, so Superman busts him to save Luther. Luther, who's tied up in a chair with what's going to be the metamite 
six. Mm-hmm. All uh, gonna all, be like all instantly rigged, rigged OD up and to fuck him up. shoot yeah. him up. Exactly. I really like the scene actually, and not even in a like this is crazy and weird. Like this it was an interesting scene. It is interesting only because Superman's being trite as he's supposed to be. Yeah, as he want to do. Lex is saying, "Don't, don't, don't kill me." Yeah. Don't go back to be a kid. You're extraordinary now. Yeah. I've made stay, you extraordinary. Stay extraordinary. Let's let's further this path. Let me tell you about a little plan I had called Phase 2. Yeah. And Superman's doing the, no, you gotta be a kid. And the ki- this is the one exchange I liked where the kid's like, would you ever go back to being a kid again? Yeah. And Superman's like, no. No, I wouldn't. But I've, but I've had that. But yeah, I got that already. You should have that Absolutely. Too. It, like it was a, it was a really genuine scene, despite the weirdness of it. Yeah. Um, and despite... Uh, my favorite line from the scene, which was, <laughs> as the kid pulls his glasses off and folds them up, after a Superman uh, suggests that he should go back to normal, and he says, normal is boring. <laughs> and I just gotta say, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, um, he's right. <laughs> but, but... But in the context of what super the point Superman's trying to make, yeah. like, I totally agree with him. And, like, also, like... Lex is it has a point in that you know you should you should definitely stay extraordinary if you can. However, don't hide your light. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. hide your light. But that's not Lex's real intention. Like Lex, Lex is experimenting. No, on of course these not. Kids. But again, yeah. even even in a terrible episode like this, Lex has two two motives, and I like that. Of course, and he's playing both sides at the yeah, same time. Yeah, and he's not revealing everything in front of Superman. Yeah, but, but he's I like doing that, But I like that he's not afraid to oppose Superman too. Directly. Oh, I love Which was that. really cool. Like, He's we got the balls to be that. in a scene and be like, you're a fucking idiot. You yeah, know? no, like, Superman, what the fuck? You didn't grow up on the streets mm-hmm. like I did. I gave you the key to Metropolis. I know what's up. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then, that entire tension of that scene is totally undercut when Philip pushes... Philip is the kid, by the way, according to my notes. <laughs> Philip pushes the button and just like gunk pours into Lex's lap. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he was never going to do it, no. so what the... Wh- he was just holding Why are we here? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, well, whatever. it wasn't... Because his intention wasn't to hurt Lex Luthor. His intention was to get all that stuff he asked for, because he was holding him hostage. Yes, but to the point of we're going to... Whatever. No one was ever going to know that it was fake. Okay, I guess. But, I mean, it I, under- like I understand. like a network note of, like, if if this kid... If we have to... Re- we have to redeem this kid at the end, so we yeah. really... Have to make sure the audience knows he wasn't going to kill Lex Luthor. Yeah, which I totally understand. Definitely, probably no. Maybe. Then, meanwhile, on the Almost WB everybody. employee basketball court <laughs> that was previously behind the Midwest, and you can tell because you see the church there in the background. Matt used to give tours at the WB yeah, backlot yeah, if uh, you noticed. didn't know. Um, WB basketball court. For some reason, we're here with the kids, which I guess is supposed to be part of the orphanage boarding school. Uh, I don't really know why we were here. I don't even remember. I don't even remember the end of this episode, really. Um, Well, it's got the worst line in the world. Um, (laughs) But the kids are there, and the kids write down in chalk. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're playing outside. Clark Kent is Superman. Maybe? Maybe? And then they scribble it out. And they look at him. And I'm like, I'm not really sure what that's supposed to mean. Me either, but I thought it was so cute. Like, they were cute. The kids were cute. But it's just like, so they kind of know, or they, they kind think of they remember. They figured it out, but like, he kind of tricked them. But they're going to keep the secret anyway, just in case. Because they're not dicks, yes. Yeah. Clark gives him a smile. And yeah. then, 
who have you missed the most in this episode? Who have you did you meet in the beginning of the episode? The most the most well-rounded character in the first in the opening uh, in the cold open of this episode. Mm-hmm. You really haven't seen him yet. Dude, Socrates. Socrates. Where have you been, bro? The pig. He shows Where have you up. been, dude? Been waiting for you. Terry Looks Hatcher, like they could only afford him for one day. <laughs> Terry Hatcher earns her keep that day and says the line, I've seen that pig before. Freeze. Roll credits. Woo! We're done. Super good. Yeah. Well, let's let's note that it's preceded by Jimmy at one point saying, no more smart stuff. And uh, boy, was he right. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, at least in this episode. I promise you... Next week is at least going to be a compelling story. Yeah. And it's going to uh, have some nice characters. Yeah, and i got to apologize if we were a little off today. This The, the double episode is, is tough. We could do a better job next time. You know, we're still figuring out the format of this thing. Yeah, so, okay. you know, bear with us. Um, we appreciate you listening. And, you know, don't forget this is free, so just don't listen. <laughs> and that's really not what I mean. Um, <laughs> So just go away. Yeah. Um, also, I wanted to uh, do a thing. We'd love to hear. Again, we would we would totally love to hear from um, listeners that are into it, fans of Lois and Clark. We'd love to hear your takes on these things. I realize again, I was harsh on uh, Smart Kids, but I do like the show. So I'm a big like, fan I'm of Smart Kids. I'm on your side. Um, if you want to tweet at us, it's at Lois and Clark. And spelled out A-N-D and no apostrophe before the D in Clark. So it's, I'm just going to literally spell this out. The at symbol L-O-I-S-A-N-D-C-L-A-R-K-D. That's the handle. Got it. So tweet at us. <laughs> and then the same. There's also a link on, the, on our page, I'm I believe. I'm just making sure people are getting it. <laughs> and the same thing for... Um, uh, for the Gmail. It's, okay. it's that spelled out at yeah. Gmail. And we have a Facebook too, so post on we the wall. We have a Facebook, um, like us. Yeah, if feel, you, free to if make, like us. feel free to make silly banners of uh, the stupid shit we say. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, they would be much appreciated. I love uh, I love how stupid I am, and it's fun to watch yeah. and see. We're going to try to post funny stuff when we can about mm-hmm, the show. Mm-hmm. Um, generally speaking, again, please remember, and, and if you're watching this for the first time, that's awesome. Um, Ryan is watching the show for the first time. Mm-hmm. He knows, I, I mean, he's a smart guy, so he knows broad strokes that Lois and Clark is probably going to get together at some point. Yeah. He doesn't know Minutia. Please don't reference. Yeah, like, please don't spoil, it, spoil three, stuff for me or, stuff. or anyone else. Um, yeah, and also note that, like, I am i don't know much about the, the, the world of Superman. Mm. I, know, I know a little Which, bit. Which, again, not knocking it, the show doesn't really care. Cool, okay. You know, like, we'll get into the... Krypton stuff, just kind of once we have the basis. Good. This is more. Really this care. is more for the the listeners. I just want them to not think that I'm a fraud. Um, I am. No, I, I don't. I don't know much about this stuff, yes, and I'm completely okay. You've been with honest that. with yeah. that since the first episode. So okay, good. I have a not a good memory, so <laughs> I, I will repeat most things that I say. Uh, so forgive me That's for okay. that. You're I just good. don't. I just don't want to come off as an asshole. <laughs> Also, the first thing you say in the pilot. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, thanks for sticking with us through our second double episode. Um, I think it's a good way to cover these filler episodes because, again, like, yeah, textual analysis is kind of hard. As much as episodes. I liked that episode, there really wasn't a lot of, like, yeah. uh, 
meta show talk, like yeah, at least the or even stuff to episode. talk about, like I really like this in this scene when Lois went, like this. Yeah, just, there wasn't that much there. Absolutely, and in the pre, like in the previous episode with uh, Lex Luthor always being there for Lois, like not as much of that. Like of, that's of an that interesting yeah. thing to pull out of it, but it wasn't exactly. And again, I liked that episode. I, or, um, I, I like I liked it too. Um, yeah. uh, shall we rate the episodes? Are we doing that? Yeah. Do we? Yes. Uh, I'd give. I've got a crush on you a seven. Seven. Okay. I'd give a. I, I got a crush mm. on you a six. Um, yeah, maybe a six. I de- definitely a strong six. I liked it. I'm giving smart kids an eight. <laughs> an ironic eight or an honest eight. Now it's become ironic. I really liked it when I watched you, okay, it. Okay, but, but listen, honestly, like now I that think, we've talked about it, and I like, think that's what the ratings should be. I think it should be like rate the watch. Yeah, yeah. You know, rather like, than the analysis, you don't have to rate the analysis of it. Like, is yeah, this the most yeah. brilliant episode in the world? No, but like, it could do nothing for the rest of the story. But you had such a good time watching it. It's a ten. Yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. fine with that. Okay, okay. Well, I'll give this one a nine then. Okay. <laughs> We'll go three. I had <laughs> so much. I had so much fun watching this. I watched on my started watching on my lunch break at work and like was eating and like kept embarrassing myself because I kept laughing like out loud <laughs> with my headphones in and like people kept looking at me. And, and you don't have work. a private office. So I don't. That must I have don't. Been, that must have been tough. Uh, everyone else was eating lunch at the table and I chose to eat at uh, my desk, <laughs> la- chose, laughing to myself. You chose to eat nearby but removed. Yeah. With headphones on. Watching a 22-year-old show. Uh, look, I just don't want anyone to think I'm an asshole, Matt. Fair enough. And I think, um, uh, I think with that... <laughs> I'm trying so hard to think of the funky town that was in your episode, but there was one. God damn it. Maybe we can uh, remember it by next episode and do a little amendment at the okay. beginning. That, that would be cute, yeah. a cute thing for that other podcasters good. to do. I would ask the audience if they knew it, but by the time... They hear this. It's not. Yeah, good. we'll probably figure it out. Yeah, then. it's gonna um, be and far if too far in advance. shout out, shout out us anyway. I mean, feel free to reach out. We'd 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 love to hear from yeah, you. Yeah, regardless. Love to, and, and again, like end of the season, we're totally we'll totally do a giveaway or a raffle or something. Yeah, yeah. Do, to, let's do to some thank fans. Maybe find like an old Lois and Clark poster. Or yeah, yeah. We should something. do we should do something with uh, Dan and Cody too with their podcast. Some sort of cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got friends that do the Dan and Cody podcast. Um, They've talked about having me on to talk about my comic project, yeah, which is yeah. Dark Ages Comics, mm-hmm. or at Dark Ages Comics, or find me on Facebook. Hell yeah! Um, so we, yeah, we should do a mashup episode or so, something like that. Just because yeah, yeah. honestly, mean, they'd be well. they'd be a good guest to have, and then we could give them that episode. Yeah, to do one of those too, like when how did this get made? And James Bonding crossed over, which that was, was really good. The greatest that was day good, of my that life. That was a good episode because it was mine too. Because I love Matt Gorley. I love him. I love both of those shows so much. I like you too, Matt Myra. Don't worry. But Matt Gorley just oh, in the last episode, so you sucked Matt Matt Gorley's dick too. Oh no! Is that gonna be? <laughs> is that gonna be a thing that I'm gonna start doing? I just realized that. Uh, I'm like I've heard you say this before. Oh no! That's funny. Yeah. Um, we've also got. Uh, and a fan interview lined up. Hopefully, we have to schedule it still. But he said yes. Great. Uh, and this is a fan who was like there at the time. He went to the WB. He sat in Clark Kent's chair at the Daily nice. Planet. He's talked to Terry and Dean before, I believe. Very cool. He's got some. He's got some cool stories he'll to be, tell. And then went on guest. to cover some news stuff for like Smallville and the DC shows on now. So like, 
Very cool. He's got some bona fides, so nice. Hopefully, uh, we'll get him. That but sounds very interesting. I'm gonna be I cryptic look to until it. until he's actually here. Wonderful. Yeah. Cool. Beyond that, though, thank you guys honestly for yeah. listening, and we really appreciate it. Yeah. And oh, and next next week we have a guest. Next week, our first guest. Yeah. yeah. Who, uh, who? This is your friend. Who is? Yes. This? this is Samantha Hughes. Samantha Hughes. She's a uh, very talented comedy writer. We met in school. Cool. Um, what yeah. I... She's actually a fan of the show, so uh, I figured that would be a, a good guest to have. Perfect. Um, what does she What does she like to eat? What should I put out for? For nibblings, uh, we've only ever done cookies, and you brought beer today, dude. I don't, I don't know. Okay, I'll ask her. We'll discuss. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Mm. We should find the like, green cookies for kryptonite or something. That's clever. Rock I like candy. I'm, I know. I'm into it. Something stupid. Anyway, I love rock candy, but my they'll hurt my teeth. Yeah, good point. And we're gonna be talking, so we don't really want to. Anyway, yeah. How long? This is. I feel like this is a really long episode. <laughs> You'll find out next time. Till then. I'm Matt Truex. And I'm Ryan Albertson. Folk off, everybody. Thank you very much.